And it's just so fantastic to be here with the people. It's me, Sevan, and uh, my co-host, Son. And today uh, we're covering Esoteris, uh, Even and Odd, which is uh, just going to be quite a phenomenal show. We're going to talk about the universal language, and most importantly, we're going to talk about balance. But before I do that, I, I definitely want to, to give a shout-out to every single person that's out there in all the pockets of resistance that are around the globe and those individuals that have put forth effort to bring us information, knowledge, their time, attention into the matter, and for awakening themselves into the higher levels of consciousness. Truly, it's been something that has been authentic and real for those individuals that have been involved with it, and we've seen now the higher levels that have already existed above us and understanding exactly what is happening here on Earth. And what I would like to begin this with first is I would first like to begin this with to know the one thing that you need to be sure of is that you made it. In nonlinear time, which is in time does not exist, there would be the ultimate conclusion, if you will call it, of whatever is happening here. And the most important things for individuals to do right now to get themselves strengthened, because strength, strengthening comes first from the mind, is to first accept that you made it. And then from there, you work on your path of exactly how that took place and exactly why you're inside of time now and what time means to a creator. And so I wanted to take a moment just to uh, let Sun speak if he had anything that he wanted to say, and so he can uh, go ahead and introduce himself. Okay. Um, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, okay. I just want to stay wholeness to and balance vibrations to everyone and just enjoy, enjoy. Okay, great. So I guess um, we're just going to go ahead and go into this. We have an hour and a half show scheduled for today, and uh, we're going to cover quite a few things because, of course, knowledge itself is quantum. Once you do receive a certain level of knowledge and the stone begins to tumble, many things begin to unlock themselves. So the first thing that we're going to get into is um, the even and the odd. Actually, the term Eva or Evan comes from the Gaelic term, which actually meant serpent. And this is just researchable. There's a lot of things that I think the whole dimension is going to have to set up to at this point if it's expecting to get to the other level. What's happening here is, is that on the second, on this dimension, some people think that this dimension is 3D. But, of course, the dimension corresponds to how you see. How you see is the dimension that you're on. And because as human beings, when we see things, we see things as a flat picture, basically with shadowing, we are, in certain essence, two-dimensional beings. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring forth insurmountable evidence to prove that the two-dimensional structure is in place on a great deal of our body, and it's, it's gotten itself into our mind also. And it's when graduating from the two-dimensional binary duality that one actually comes into the next phase because there's phases and phases. The most high took off with these phases a long time ago, and everything that's intelligent is in pursuit of the most high. 
Um, before we begin, I wanted to talk about consciousness. And, of course, I'm, as everyone that's listened to me talk before, I will jump around in many different areas because that's simply how my brain functions. But you'll definitely have something here to extract and to put into your life that is going to allow you to push forward into wholeness, not pieces. So what we have is, is that there is a certain level of consciousness that's endowed onto the species at a certain point. If you notice when you walk, watch an ant walking, and it's walking behind several ants in a line, and it's on what we will call a hive line. These beings are moving by instinct because on that level of consciousness, it's there, it's most necessary for those animals to can stay into what we would call a, as a genetic scientist an ecosystem so that things don't just come unchained from the bottom all the way to the top. So you can see how the ant instinct is actually a benefit because an ant endowed with what we call consciousness is not going to walk on the line. It's going to figure out how not to bring the food to the clean. It's going to figure out how it maybe can branch off into another ant land, how it maybe can marry another ant girl. So this is the ant with consciousness. So what we're dealing with here is when the human being, which is called the crown of the creation, has been endowed with these abilities to be able to, for um, <laughs> what, we were, what we're really looking at is we have a chance to be conscious. Now, at this level, you can still imagine if you're still a being from above, when you look down into this dimension and you see the freeways and you see people driving, it's almost like when we look at the ants because these people are driving and they're going to work and they're all serving the queen. So you can still see that that consciousness, who knows what it exists like on an ant level, but the fractal is in place, meaning that how you see things on a lower level will actually be matched up, if you know what you're looking at, to how things work on a higher level. So where we're at now is, is that the beginning of the resistance was about going into ascension. What I did was I decided, because I had such a phenomenal experience with something vivid as, as being a very rational person, I decided to take everyone along on what I would call the experience of the quest. There were others that were also on the quest that we met up along on the path, and we called them the companions. And what happened was is that as we were documenting our transformation, it was continuous. We continued to change. It's interesting how some people will make the comment that, you know, they'll say, you're never supposed to change. You're never, you're, you're, you're just, you, can, you should always stay just the way you are. And realistically, because the way the whole galaxy works, things are always changing, how could that be so? What, wouldn't that be such a stagnant, stagnant statement? So what happened is, is that as we began this, we began in duality. Understanding the matrix, the word itself means womb. It's ma or ma'at. It's the this. It's dark. It's 30 degrees below the latitude point. It is the primordial fluid or essence that creates strong things so that many things can be birthed after that. So when we were in, when we came into this, when we were in the matrix or in the womb, there was a singularity, just like in your mother's womb, there's a tie-in to cosmos. And then from that point, once birth starts, duality actually begins. Now, duality is a very important phase because it is the construct of training. It is the construct of the contrast, as they call it. 
So many people would love to do away with the system and would love to change the system and march downtown and tell everyone how they need to change the system. But realistically, I can tell you right now, that's not how it works. When you're on two-dimension or on that frequency, your only perspective of the people that are on that frequency, thus everyone around you will be on that frequency. But the moment that you get to a higher frequency, immediately the dual people tend to start disappearing and if you want to call it the singularity again or the triplicity, which is the argument. In the triplicity in that land, then there's individuals that are balanced. So remember, a balance contains three sides. There's the two cups on each side, and there's the one piece in the middle. So what we're dealing with here is, is that we're dealing with what we can just call now triangulation. It's as dual beings having two lines, there's no way that we can make any other geometrical shapes that correspond to us getting completely remembered. So you would need at least one triangle or a piece that has a component of three in order to build the rest of your system. So what's happened is, is that I'll show you now that the world is binary. Ancient star maps do not reference Venus in our system until a certain point. It's known from the Wars of Orion that the Venus, <laughs> the Venus cruiser, that the Venus asteroid was catapulted with technology using black holes in front of Venus to push it forward and then closing those black holes once it gained momentum, pushing itself into our field. Once we got next to Venus, just like we're next to Mars, it opens up a, a hole that looks like a vesica. At that point, that hole, that gate, beings can be spawned from that gate in union with the beings from this dimension. So what I'm explaining to you is, is that on, in a sphere, but you're seeing it as a circle, it looks like a MasterCard symbol. And in the middle, there's a portal that's open that makes a gate that transfer, allows people to transfer back and forth and things to transfer, transfer back and forth and commute, commute with one another. Now, when you're seeing planets, because you're seeing 3D, you're, I mean 2D, you're seeing a circle. Like when they focus back off planets and all you can see is really what NASA gives you is you see a circle. But what you're failing to see is you're failing to see the auric field that's also around the planet, which extends very far, just like the auric field around us extends very far. So as these auric fields touch into each other, that's what creates that portal. Now, when I first began my studies, it was more esoteric because as a child I was always in touch with that world. But what I did come to find out is that now what I'm explaining, I can bring it back in scion science and show how they missed a couple equations and quotients well, as far as what they introduced to their their uh, comrades and their, um, their uh, scholars. So what we're dealing with here is because we see 2D and then we have these two DNA strands, there's this duality going on, and this is the symbol of the two serpents. They say that the two serpents are fighting over an egg. This egg is located inside the pineal gland, and it's in a nest in the hippocampus region. This is why the hippo is also used in the initiations at times. So what's happening is, is that the human being is calibrated at this point to come into any level of ascension that it wants. However, there is a situation that there's a there's an in between the numbers as they call it and I'll explain this. Many people they say, okay, I'm gonna go from one to two to three. Felling to uh, re realize there's one point three five 
0.9192. There's all of these in-between decimal points, and those are the actual experience. And that's why they say on the movie Pi, he says it's not the 216th tone, which equals 9. It is, it's in-between the numbers. You, it's in syntax. You missed it because you skipped too far ahead. And so, or you are prematurely. And so what we're dealing with is, is that these wombs that have opened up on Earth have caused different beings to be birthed here because each any time this womb opens up or this, this, this gate opens up, notice that the French word for gate is appel, which is A-P-P-E-L. That's also an anagram for the word apple. And then you understand that the pentagram, when cut in half, makes the five-pointed star, and this is the, the symbol of Venus. And then you still wonder why it was Christina, which means Christ, Applegate, that was playing on Mary with children, and then how that affected the minds of young men. So what it is is that the entire system of magic itself is based on repetition. So once one has the actual cipher, as it talks about in the beginning of this show, the, the code to the matrix, once one has the code to Zion, then they can unravel the dimension itself. And when that unraveling takes place in their mind, it also subsequently takes place in the body, which also continues to, uh, or in, the, in the aura, and it continues to affect the surroundings. So what we're literally dealing with here is, is that we're coming from duality, and we're going into the next phase. In this next phase, we gain the ability to be able to pull off the veil. What is the veil? If someone has a pen and paper with them, I can show them a few things. Veil, V, I always get it backwards, V-I-E-L or V-E-I-L, evil, E-V-I-L, and we'll just take these two. So what this basically means is that if you don't understand evil, then you'll always remain veiled because you only understand one half of the story, and you're polarized. So what happens is, is that just the sheer fact that a human being will come out one race or, or one gender, excuse me, male or female, and partial to one hand, right or left, most of the time right, means that automatically they're off balance. There's no other no other thing to be uh, to to be argued about in that sense. So now we have to obtain balance. It's like whatever everyone else is telling you, just ignore, because if you can't accept that you're all balanced and you need to seek balance, then you'll be running around in the wilderness of wonder. And that'll be it for who knows how long it'll take place because they can loop you. They, It's all bores. So the serpent, or as I call it, you're on the serpent's face. So what happens here is, is that now... What's really going on is that this segment in time is for the individuals that are ready to move to the next level. They get the information. 2D will always go into something like World War III, which is looming in the in the horizon now as we go to war with Iran, as the United States push sanctions on Iran, and now we're ready to go. We're trained to go again. And meanwhile, China, if you notice, since World War II, has been sitting back in the dark, silently controlling things because they represent Venus or Asteroid. And so at this point, the, what the Mayans were basically saying is, is that when the, when the pentagram finished tracing itself in the sky, it meant the sign of war. And as man continued to graduate, he, the wars would become more greater because he would have more technology to go to war with. And this would take place always on duality.
dimension. When one rises into the other dimension, it doesn't mean that they actually leave Earth. It's actually cracking me up for some of these individuals saying, I'm going to leave Earth and I'm ready to leave you guys. And I think I'm even guilty of saying that a couple times. But I always say, now, where? first of all, where are you going? And, and second of all, now is the only time. And leaving is not an option. We are here to do something for our species because what's been deemed already from the higher levels of things, to say the higher, uh, uh, we got top people working on this, is that the human beings are more than capable of dealing with the situation that's going on right now. All they need to be given is the motivation to however that needs to turn out. Meaning that this situation with the out of control reptiles, um, because you know there's different kinds of reptiles here, and then some, most people are blended with some level of amphibian or reptile or that type of nature, because there's more than just the reptiles where they're snakes, where, where they start with S. There's boas, which start with B, and there's uh, cobras. So there's other reptiles that don't even have S in their name. So you would need to understand genus to understand how a great deal of the human race can be mapped out into the genus of serpents from previous times. And, of course, graduated now as there's been a heavy level of colonization, but this is just called Tiamat which means, or just Ma'at, is uh, the mother of monsters, which means the mother of the combination of different beings in order to finally produce a cohesive being. Um, this is what they now we now just calling God's science, um, genetic science that actually under, lets an individual understand how to terraform a world within their mind. This means basically to build a world completely within their mind because they understand how worlds work. Um, this is something the creator put in a place so once one knows it, it's finite. It, things don't deviate from the plan. You face no opposition. This is what we want to open everyone up to. It's the universal language. In order to do that, though, it takes walking individuals out of the matrix. Sometimes we do that hand by hand, and now individuals are walking other individuals out of the matrix. So as this continues, because we grow every single day, that reflects within our numbers we will eventually bring total consciousness to this planetary system. We are already working on more proficient ways than just talking over these microphones and things to bring up the frequency of this entire planet. We are responsible for this. Anyone that actually joins our faction is responsible for that. We've taken that responsibility because we know we have the power too. In believing in that, we've been given numerous amounts of uh, of. Uh, we've been given a lot of information, basically, and that's all you really need. Information is power. Right now, what we're working on is working on water, which is the sole cure for the situation that's going on with the cold of sleep, which is the sleepers, because the effects of the moon, which David Icke brings up in his book, and um, how that affects people from a level of sleep. So let me get into the scenario that we want to uh, talk about here, which is about these wombs first. Now, if you notice that the snake's eye and the feline's eye are exactly the same, they both have that visica. And so what you'll see is you'll see that there's a, obviously a lioness or feline-type being that is on the dimension that is more of a female or feminine-type being. Then you have a brood or a Venusian or some draconian type of reptilian queen who, apparently there's also more than one, who also brings forth seed into this planet. 
we are now going deeper to show that there's more portals open. We're just pulling more data because we have 100% confirmation on the feed line and the reptilian connection. But because this has all led to understanding how to look into animals' eyes to see what dimension they're from, it's basically allowed us to see that it's highly possible that the hexagonal shape, for example, which is the same thing that corresponds to something like a fly's eye, is how that is getting to this dimension. And basically we're looking at, we're looking back off the thing from the keeper and seeing how this is put together. In doing that, we found what they call, um, they call this the, it's the, it's the lost cubit, which is the room that leads out of the cube. Because there's only one room that actually leads out of the cube. All other rooms are just subsequent realities of the cube itself. So here it is where, so this duality, because we're seeing out of two eyes, we're seeing flat, 2D. We have two energies within our spine, two legs, two arms. What has happened is with these, again, the 2DNA is that we've gone into looking at every single thing as whether if we like it or if we don't. A zero or one is how we make our decisions. Thus, this is how we've been engaged. So how we eventually, how we get into the program is we come through the portal first. That's the Visica. This is an agreement from all factions because the spikes must flow. Their spawning must continue. When the beam comes out, then they have the option of loading the program, meaning that at that point, if the parents are on top of things, they can maybe prevent the child from loading the program, and that's what makes up the elite. They don't load the program. The other levels of individuals load the program, and this program becomes what starts to shape their, basically their shape. <laughs> and uh, so what, what this leads to is this leads to the duality and experience in the dual dimension. Now, to under, understand the most highs, to understand the most highs allowing all this to go on. So what is the purpose of being in duality? Me, myself, personally, I can say I've been the soldier in the army <laughs> with duality. And when you're in, I always say, when you're in the middle of the pyramid, you don't see what's on top and you don't see what's on the bottom. You just see what's around you. But once you get to the top of the pyramid, then you see a lot more clearer. So what we have here and what we're dealing with is, is that how we begin to shift this thinking is to understand the circle and the straight line. So what's happening here is, is that the planet, because it's a sphere, was also seeded by beings that just go by the term L, but in the sense of a straight line. And this straight line came into the circle, or this straight line or tube, came into this circle or sphere, which is this planet. And this is exactly what you see when you see a female's egg being entered by a sperm. So this is the fractal that exists of what some are calling the invasion, but really is the seeding process of Earth. And what's happened is, is you have different fathers, if you want to give them that term, that entertain the female planet, because, of course, there's more than one portal here, just like there's more than one kind of woman here. 
And so as this bonding begins, in duality, once one separates from the womb, they actually start to believe that they're all different, that they're all separate, that that faction over there is someone different. And thus, chosen one programs are activated. Many different things are activated, and men and women go to war with one another. And this is duality. This is the dimension. It's, it's to watch it from space is watching an epic battle of good and evil. It's literally a channel. So what happens is, is that on this planetary system, when individuals are going back and forth, back and forth, and, and fighting and clashing, the cloudiness doesn't allow them to see clear. It, it begins to veil them. They become veiled by their own evil. The devil that they create becomes the one that haunts them and all the things they do is, is, is cohesive into that. And so what happens is, is that this is the level that exists then and then balance is obtained after that. So this is, again, a necessary phase. So as this duality is happening, the individual is seeing the different sides. And they're learning about who, what, what one side is doing. Because if you look at World War II, you see two symbols. You see um, Churchill's V for victory, which is uh, two Vs over the top of each other, which makes uh, it makes uh, a, what looks like a Masonic symbol. And then when you draw two parallel lines over the top of that, you get the star, the Jewish star, the star of Judah. And what's interesting is, when you see that star, then you see the swastika. That's what the whole war is consisting of. It's the the six-pointed star, the cube, the hexagram, warring against the swastika or the, the star of Danzig. And that's what you're looking at. And everyone, because these are two brothers, everyone is pulled into this battle. But when you pull off the battle, you only see the symbol, just like with the Hebrew language itself. When you stack it all on top of itself, it makes a star of uh, it makes a star, the hexagram, or the star of David, as they call it. So individuals need to take all the languages now and create a program and just drop them over the top of each other so we can just see the symbol, so we can understand the master code to the program or the language itself. Now, the contribution in which the resistance will be making to this world is we will be creating a new language because many people, when introducing the code to the matrix to them, uh, everyone seemed to have a phobia after a while about using this language because of, you know, our ability to create and what the words really mean. So it was really like walking on a minefield and talking. But, of course, we were instructed to know really is the key. It's basically to be aware of what you're saying is the key point here. We can't just stop. And that was the beginning. Now we've been given further instruction to create a new language that's based on cymatics. Cymatics, of course, being the shape that you see in water when frequency is played at water. Because Hebrew in itself, still ancient Hebrew and Sanskrit, when speaking these languages into water, the water forms into the shape of the letter that you're actually speaking. This does not happen with vulgar languages, especially English. You only get a distorted pattern. What they were also showing is, is that the, because of that, it allows it to defy gravity. It creates anti-gravity within the words, and this makes the word nonlinear. Basically, it makes the word happen instantly because the word itself can defy gravity if it's perfect, if it's a perfect.
perfect word. And so that's why there was this whole thing about the correct pronunciation of words. So this is the universal language, and when it's first introduced, it'll be introduced as a song, something simply to listen to. And then what it'll do is it will tune in the ears to be able to communicate with what's already been broadcasting, which is the higher levels. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take this moment, because we're 45 minutes in, to uh, check with uh, the chat board and things of this nature to make sure everyone has the website, which is www.resistance2010.com, and also our sister site, which is www.matrixunderground.com. That's where we carry our dossiers. And we have many other things that we will be launching here in a moment, especially... Um, well, we don't want to spoil it, but we're opening the university of the world and an actual system where people can learn about what exactly is happening here and have nothing holding them back. If you want to know about something directly, you will be told directly. I wanted to talk about real briefly why it's on my mind about two different kinds of um, ideologies and systems of belief. If you remember that there was one group of people that were confined to, well, we won't say confined, but they lived in the jungle. And there was another group of people that were living in the forest. And then, of course, you have the desert people, etc. But I just wanted to talk about the forest people right now. Forest. So, just like um, many of the indigenous tribes left their culture to go into cities, Again, still understanding cities is a uh, means of prison constructed within the mind in Sanskrit, S-I-D-D-I-S. It said to, for the guru to beware of the cities. Um, just like uh, the indigenous man left the jungle, there was also those that were of uh, Anglo descent and um, Merrill descent that left the forest. And it caused the same level of confusion with the connection between what was really what they call the butitude, which is the myriad of fractals of beautiful beings that just expand out into whatever the mind can really conceive. Because the program was constructed basically within the mind, the firmware, that anything that you think is possible, because it has to be in order for them to pass you the program or else there's a glitch or a pause in the program, so that would not allow the, the dimension itself to even be created. So understand, this is not chaos that you're seeing here. You're seeing uh, 2D duality. And it's not chaos because it will always be here. It will always go back and forth, regenerate, yin and yang, but you still have to understand that there's the next level. So what the next level is about is we're pulling off the veil. So we pull off evil. We pull off the tribe of Levi or Levi Strauss genes. You put your blue genes on your red chakra. You're backwards. So when we pull off this veil, what we find is we find the bacteria, the bacchus of how things are cultivated here. It's the compost of creation itself. And light exists within the darkness. Darkness comprehends the not. Light comprehends not darkness. This is what goes on on the duality. It's like, I don't understand him. He doesn't understand me. We're not trying to understand. All we want is war. And so you got one side, it's like, I'm a monster. And then you got another side, well, I'm an angel. And they go at it. And this goes on for who knows how long, probably aeons, 
we got heroes, glorious, as they call themselves. And it's a face. It's fun, I guess. And it's sad. And it gives us every single other emotion in between. And then after a while, we realize that that shape, that pyramid, if you put one of those over the top of, or even a circle, if you put one of those over the top of everything, you'll find that the most high is the totality of all of what you're seeing in there. And if you aspire to be like the most high, which I do, because I believe inspiring to be like anything else beside that is luciferic, which it is, which is a phase. But my connection and wanting to be and emulate the most high has me in the thinking of knowing we're all connected. Now, where do we go from there? When you keep saying they, they, meaning they, the Illuminati, are doing this, they are not allowing our children to get education, they, okay, what's happened here is that they, which is really you, because we're all connected, you stop yourself. Because who cares about past? This is the clip off. Who cares about future? The only time is now. And right now, we can do something. So if you want to reset, reset. If you want to reset and go back into, well, you know, still, the Illuminati are, okay, that's all fun, too. Like, I'll keep doing it. Like, I can show, I'll show in this next video, the, the Decoder 3, I'll show you some really wild stuff. And then once we bring Synchro Mystic Life, which is a, a virtual show or a live show, live stream show, I'll show you. It's all around us. The actual, the, the, the clues. The way, whether well, there's a way out. But the way out is the way in. Understand that. That there's nothing here to be running from, that what's going on right now, you can keep a foot in both worlds. This is the depiction of being in this world as a creator because the creator needs time to see its creation or else you'll see your child birth and die in your arms on nonlinear. So you have to have time to witness that whole thing. So time was created to be that. But then they made tiny. Which means I get caught in time. It's like a web. You start forgetting. It's almost like you're, you're creating things and then you're in the forest, literally. And you start to create paths and things and you be like, well, wait a minute. What, where is the path to the main road again? And so this does happen. And this is again in the experience. But right now, what it really means to ascend is to go into the next consciousness with knowing you were in this one before. That's the, really the only thing that they gauge it on when you look at it, the people that talk about it and that are involved in it. And, you know, when you want to be attorney, when they're involved in it, they justify that by knowing when they, they their immortality by when they come into the world. They know they were here before, and they know exactly what to, what to do. Or many of them don't come here. Let me explain to you what really happens is when you leave planets like Earth, if you're just on the, the, the slow bus, you probably go to Mars next. What they are saying now is, is that most of the human beings here on Earth, when it's time for this next harvest, which does come into the form of the war because it's the easiest way to release souls, will be going to Jupiter. 
Now, of course, this information is released because it can be prevented at any moment. But because everyone's worshiping Jew, then, you know, that they're going to, that's why Jupiter is getting so big. It's the biggest planet in the system at this point because it's getting the most energy. J-U-G-J-E-W. Um, it connects to so many different things because the J is also an L, so Jew is really Lou. And then you understand that Venus or, or Lucifer, as they call it, they say it was ejected from Jupiter. And then so when you hear the whole story about, oh, they were running from something, you know, this, it just, it all ties in. But at the same time, they're us. Up there in the pyramid somewhere, we're all connected. And we just got a rowdy cousin and he's just out of control. So, but what happens is that because we're connected with the high source, we haven't things, we even have things between that. We have high father, high mother, things way beyond even these, uh, these, uh, these messiahs and crucified saviors and things that they keep introducing. It really spans out into the mind. What you can connect yourself to is what's there for you. It's a thought. What happens is, is that we are thought forms. That's the speed we should move at. If you move into light form, then you're just on another level, but you're not faster than the thought form. Or, you know, Flash is always racing his counterparts. He's not faster than the thought form. And so because these are light beings, they're not faster than us. So we can always think our way in and out of this. We've thought our way in it. The thing is, when you load the program, it's what puts you in the construct. You can wipe the program by learning another language. This language will come to you in multiple ways. You just have to read the signs. Because as you get introduced to the language in the beginning, it comes with numbers, signs, and symbols, and characters. Then, as it begins to teach you more, it just wants to really teach you in sense, not in any character at all. And then from that point, there's the, the high point, which is a combination of nothingness and everything. Meaning at any point, you can switch between these two. And so, son, um, we're at the top of the hour at this point. Is there uh, any questions in the chat box or are there any calls in the line? Okay. Uh, son is generally uh, has his line muted for a sound situation, so I guess he will be chiming in in a moment. But I will go ahead and continue. So I, I came across... Um, information and um, this was about Eva and Ode and um, I thought this was very valuable because when you look at the dimension itself being binary you really see that okay it's just the even and odd numbers uh, Sunday you have something to say no this uh, the line just went out back in I just was making sure okay so um, so they talk about Eva and Ode, and I guess the first person is Ode, which is Odin. And what was really taking place during these times is, is that there was a one-eyed god um, that corresponded to many of the legends of the times and within a group with individuals in the forest. And this is where the, the Robin Hood story came from. Robin Hood who's also known, uh, who's an archetype for many of the sons that were birthed from this family lineage, were what we will call now, I'm just trying to, I'm looking for a way to put this, 
the cult that we're looking at called the cult of Baphomet. And what I, uh, if you want to look this up, who, where all this really comes from, you can look up on Wikipedia, Puck, which is P-U-C-K. And then you'll see, which I'm, uh, I'm writing a, a, a dossier on now, and it's just taking me a moment because I'm, ha- I'm having to sift through a lot of information. But what you'll see is you'll see um, one of the goat gods of the forest, or half man, half goat, with our, or Satan feet. And so what happened in the forest, because there was a whole lineage of these beings, as you see Bacchus and Dionysus emulate this same character, that cult, which is also rolled under Jew, because that's really one of their fathers, because again, they're, they're in full understanding of how connected they are. They just look at it as a family. Many of them are still in duality. And that's the thing about duality. It becomes very difficult to escape the deeper you get into it. Because what happens is, is that there's this a cloudiness that continues as the veil is put on that you're so different than the person that you're actually destroying. So to move into this is when you look at this, now, I wanted to clarify some things because sometimes the people will say, well, so what are you saying? Are you saying that we're going to be friends with evil? That's not what I said. What I said was is that if you're a graduated being, you can look at evil in a nutshell and move on from there. It, it doesn't continue to infest your mind like, look what they're doing. Oh, my goodness, they're gaining more power. Realistically, you're in a binary world, so it's always going to be a back and forth, like a teeter-totter, where one is going to have more power at one moment, and then everything is going to be peaceful and pure for a moment, and then it's going to go into chaos again. And then we have the opportunity now to go into this higher connection, because what this higher connection does is it turns on all of the connections that you need to be able to function on this dimension as a balanced being, because some people are like, well, I, I want to ba- I want to balance, but I can't balance because individuals around me are not balanced. <laughs> That's looking at it actually the incorrect way. The individuals around you are not balanced because you're not balanced. Because the individuals around you, you're actually creating. They have, they are there because you and your mind have want and agreed for them to be there. So. When you seek balance, anything that's around you that's not balanced, it gets balanced too. So the whole uh, movement here is about we are fully aware of what the situation is and we have knowledge that's being passed forth now that's giving us the inner workings of what's going on. And so if everyone would just uh, hold for just a quick second, I'm going to pull up an uh, actual text file of a couple of things that I wanted to make sure I discussed on the show because I haven't been going by any guideline up until this point because I just wanted to say certain things. And now, I wanted to talk here about um, this Gulf of Mexico situation in oil, or the Leo. Now, what they were saying is, is that there were these rivers that were underneath the earth that were what they call black rivers, and obviously these rivers are rivers of oil, or sludge, as they call it, or it's a, it's a prime material for creation. It's like, the, uh, you see how much we use oil here, we use it like the cars, but that's in the cars and the gas and the petroleum and all the different things, the plastics that we use, but that's just a fractal of what the earth 
also uses it for. It's like a bloodline to its black blood. So what's happening is, is because the primordial abyss is, it's like dark, deep sleep. It's not the negative. It is negative from the aspect of, uh, uh, of what it, the, the actual integer that's used to describe it, negative, if we were looking into in a laboratory. But it's not negative from how human beings tend to think about negative. When human beings think about negative, they think about the devil, and then they add myth into it. And then it gets all crazy. They don't think about negative from, the micro, from, from underneath an electron microscope. So when this negative, this darkness, will cloud or destroy things that are light. Just like the oil is damaging the dolphins, it's damaging the whales, it's pushing smells that humans who are just on general light can't take. So this is only a fractal or a sign of a slow-moving black force that we need to pay attention to from a fractal level because when I'm watching, I'm watching a lot of the lost archives of uh, World War II, which is called Apocalypse. It's done by the Discovery Channel, and Sun can uh, post a link on that also if you'll post a link on Puck also in the chat box. But what this is really about is, is this is about the oil is the uh, anagram for Leo, but it's just L-I-O. And as David Icke's book says, the lion sleeps no more, there is, uh, energy that's awakening here that is uh, like a protector or a father lion, but there's also a scar, if you understand the Lion King story. If you understand, uh, Winston Churchill calls himself the Lion of Britain. So that's one kind of lion, and then of course you have many lions in Africa, many Lion Kings. So we're also seeing lions as our forefathers that are fighting each other and at war with each other and then stingy with the sun, protecting the pride. And so this is going on and active. And this is how we connect to everything. And this is exactly how we also connect to what's already gone to the next phase because just like we weren't the first persons here for people here on Earth, we can guarantee where you go next, you won't be the first person there on that stage. It's going to take a while until you get into something wholly generated just by yourself. Because you really want to have a full understanding of exactly what you're doing. And so that's, of course, what we're learning here now. We're baby creators in a rubber room matrix. We see death and life. They see it as like Pac-Man where you die and you blink as a ghost for a moment and you come back. The emotions that are created by people create fuel that fuel many things because we're converters, so we're the spice. And we, as you see in the story of Dune, we are surrounded by the spice all the time. And as you see, the Fremen are surrounded by the spice all the time. They say it's in everything, and it's changed their color of their eyes. But the thing is, is that what they're really saying is, is that Around us as human beings is the most valuable thing in the system. It's all around us. It's water. It's all these resources, these crystals and all that. But as freemen or freemen, men who are not free, basically, or freedom, actually, let me clarify these words. Freedom means to free dominion. 
So it's the same thing as peace. You're not getting the whole thing. So from this level, pulling back off of this once again, because sometimes I, I really look deeply and closely into this and I start to see the fractal and how it exists everywhere. And then that's where the mind starts to come out, because really what, what this is about now is this is going to be the water. It's like the I am legend thing on the dimension, and I'll show you some pictures of uh, some, some crazy synchronizations that I had with that movie and me in actual scenarios. And the key was is that the information was so vast. If you were attempting to give a person the actual information that was going to pull them out of the dimension, there was still going to be a lot to say. And we've been talking for two years almost. And we wrote very extensive work that is so con concentrated that a person could really go through a paragraph and pull multiple metaphors out of it. But the thing was is that we were always still searching for a faster way because we realized that the humans were asleep and that the plants and the animals and everything else were asleep. And, and that's how they were also all connected because they were still all asleep, so they didn't realize how connected they were. Now there's a truce looming because the new seeds, the, the new energy that's coming is 100% aware that we're start, we're actually connected and they're mating. Because if you notice this whole planetary dimension as you see the zero and the one is no different than a kid opening a circle with his finger and then putting his finger through it. It's based on that. It's about population. It's about, um, the experimentation of what happens when you blend certain individuals together. It's about causing a solution or so a solution or like an evolution, but this is a solution by fusing souls together that are from different places. Like you have daughters of Orion with men from Sirius and they got kids that are Orion and Syrian. And this kid is, is, you know, is, is, is tapping into his own thing because he has his own frequency too. Understand this. Whatever the cult is as finite structure, like I was saying, is between the numbers. When you add your frequency to it, you get that small decimal point of the variety or the specialty. Basically, if you add tetra, the tetra is four. So a human being's frequency, let's say a human being's frequency is 362.573, and then you just get all the way down the decimal point, and that's their actual frequency. When they add that to four, their experience is going to be completely different than every person that got on to four because it's their own unique number. So you really can't tell a person what experience they're going to have toward in a certain system until they actually do it. And then from that point, if they're willing to tell you, then they can tell you, well, this is what happened to me when I crossed into this. But there's many examples, though, of what individuals have caused for themselves just with not being sincere. That's what it seems like this whole thing is based on, is touching esoteric knowledge and symbols and occult and things with this idea that you're going to make all this money off of it and things of that nature immediately equals a monster. And so those individuals that have chosen to use that path are imploding within themselves right now. And as they're doing that, they're opening up black holes that are attempting to suck the individuals that are so tied to those people in with them. And this is what happens when you have someone that is turned into a black hole, but you like them so much. You're like, oh, my goodness, you need to learn, you need to listen, but they've already turned into the black hole. 
So the thing is, is that what we decided to do, because there's still nothing wrong with the black hole, obviously the black holes are created because the creator wants them here. So the thing is, is that we have to look beyond that and say, well, what can take an individual from this level of sleep that you're explaining into being awake? Because now it's time to be awake. Before, it's like the line of sword thing. I understand line also means line. The sword, which is the shape of, uh, is the eye on it, the shape of the disc, the portal basically does not open until a certain point for the person and that only when they really need it. And so we're really at a point where we need it because we're on the brink of World War III, and I'll explain what's really happening. As China, the Red Brotherhood, which is uh, the Red Queen Lila, and her husband, the Black Emperor Samael, who are still alive and kicking on the dimension, have always been over there controlling the duality, and they have five pentagrams. Now, notice that our highest rank on our military is a five-star general. Also understand that this star of David and his swastika when moved around actually make each other. So we see that as some of the individuals that are involved in the darker levels of the cult have testified that they vicariously watch death and feed from the emotion that's involved in that because adrenaline is what they need. Uh, that's N in them. So this uh, this adrenaline in the blood creates uh, a sombra, as they call it, and its essence itself is of uh, like a cocktail of another uh, thing that they're feasting on, basically. And this is uh, a part of the duality. This is how duality keeps going on and how things are in the ecosystem still, even if they don't think they are. And so this is why there's always the, the, the necessity to, for individuals that want to rise out of the mission to rise out of the mission when it's time because what generally happens is, is that in these cycles, because the, the matrix has to be cleaned off, it has to be started over again, there's an open period where individuals are allowed to go up, the gate opens basically, and then the gate kind of shuts. And again, this is not about physically where you are. Because once you cross into the other side, basically, and you have that ability, you can still have your body here, and there's a whole multi-layered auric field of protection that's fractalized that you exist within. In my place right now, there's an electric fence around the, the property. We didn't put it there, but it just happened to be there when we moved in here. But that's another barrier between me and everything else that's out there when I sleep. So I always, uh, or when I'm when I'm on standby, as I call it now, because what this water is also going to be able to do is it's going to allow a person to go on basically two hours of standby, and then 22 hours of day. And how we're going to prove this is when the show is live, Synchro Mystic Life, and Discover Reality, you're going to see me not sleep, but two hours worth of standby. And I'll, I'm not going to get into how we're going to introduce this water to the society uh, because that's just something that I don't need to talk about right now. But I will say that there's nothing that they can do about it because they are us, meaning that every single individual, all these stories, and the reason why a person is in duality so much is because they're actually reading about themselves at a certain point in time. 
If you hate the serpent and you were a serpent at a certain point in time, you can see how that's going to be a problem. But then when you understand the power itself is passive, what you do with the power is the key. What I notice is that there's archetypes that exist in this duality that totally confuse individuals. And so generally, they feel like if they have dark energy, because they've already polarized black, if I have black energy, then I'm going to take black energy and I'm going to do what black energy is about. And then you get, <laughs> as I say, Drake still means uh, dragon. You get in Jay-Z, that's Jew. And so you get this type of extreme. But this, to me, is just as bad as Sister Cindy from the Light Being Network, who's so far out in space with Ashtar and Sharon, it doesn't become cohesive of anything that she's actually saying. It's just a waste of time. So this is where we're at now. We're really in a position where we've unlocked what's going on with the dimension. And it's coming a great time because we actually need to figure out how to open up more capability here. Many people are already bored. And if they don't get out into the expanse, they're just going to implode. We have kids that are coming here that already know that this thing is a sham. It makes no sense to them the stories that they're being given because the stories are not true in certain essences, meaning that most of our stories that we've been passed to in this particular time are symbolic to such a heavy degree to take it literally is literally to put one in self, uh, 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 put yourself in the density of <laughs> taking it literally. I mean, if you, if you think that Mary was a woman and she had this little lamb, then you're very dense in your thought. But if you understand that Mary, M-A-R-R-I or M-A-R-Y is Army, which is A-R-M-Y, which is also the Marines, which is Mars, which is our maritime planet, which is what, what, what is protecting, well, what's protecting us in this dimension, and that obviously that planet has a lion on its surface, that the father or protecting being from this dimension was destabilized at a certain point, and that is being somehow undone. Things are correcting itself, just like with any fractal, it returns to its original shape. Within the hologram itself is the image of the total being or the total image that's being projected. So within us is the most high. That's awesome. Because now all we have to do is put us back together. The first way to do that is to leave duality. You cannot put back, you can't go in wholeness in a parallel line. These are two parallel lines. So they never connect. This is peace. Duality. So, now that we've realized this, it's opened up a whole different level of things. I will say that we always uh, pride ourselves on being able to bring information to people that is current. And I was looking I was looking at this thing, and it said that if you cannot be with the people, meaning that if you cannot, if they're in the club somewhere or if they're in the ball game somewhere, if you can't figure out how to take them from there and go there with them and then change that and transmute that like a real alchemist can into an enlightened human being, then you're a false prophet. 
And that's what it exactly says. Because the false prophet sits back and puffs himself up with all of this pride and imagines that he's greater than everyone else. And then, in all actuality, when the, when behind the closed doors, the person's doing the same thing that they're talking about and against. So what happens is, is that everyone, as you've seen in the Egyptian uh, system, they've been the hypocrite, hypocrite. Anytime you're in a duality, you would be a hypocrite anyway, duh. So what's happening is that this whole demonizing of our phase is really what's been holding us back. We're in a phase of learning something, and you have something over you saying that, oh, that's wrong for you to be that way. And whether that leads you to the next phase or not, I guess obviously it does after a while, but in reality, you really look at it as, okay, this is the growing part. And when I'm grown now, I can look back and I can say, okay, well, I'm looking at these reptilians, but is it really their problem or is it just these people that don't want to do anything? Every time I read another rating, like, you know, there's always, I get a lot of positive ratings. And then there's always uh, what's been going on since December with my good friend Lynn, who I've actually emailed and will not return my emails, and that's just not the way to handle things. Other thing is that... um I think that there's individuals in the esoteric world right now that are real imposters, and I know because I see them. From what we've contributed to this world, when many people would not lift a finger, stands for itself. And anyone that will sit back and judge another individual that has continuously contributed, that's just silly especially when you know we're all connected. So we all have an opportunity now to leave duality. Everyone in the resistance will be leaving duality. And what this is going to bring for us is the totality. And that's pretty much the bulk of what I wanted to talk about this evening, we have about 15 minutes left or maybe possibly 20 minutes left within the call. And uh, me and Sun are, are going to run a brief dialogue on some things. Or I'm just going to let him talk. Let some of the things that were said tonight to, um, to soak in, basically, still realizing that what we're really, really here to do is we're here to bring things to another level. The pin level. you enter does not match the pin you have on file for your account. Please re-enter your pin. Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, we're going to take a break for a moment because uh, we have some technical situations. And let the me pin you enter does not match the pin you have on file. Okay. So uh, so basically, uh, in conclusion of the show, because we have about 15 more minutes left, um, Sun actually got disconnected, but I should be still on the line. I wanted to um, to read over just a couple things here. Numbers are the core language of the system itself. All wise men can testify to that. The entire universe is numbers behind the decimal point. This must not be forgotten because it is the number... It's in these numbers that that all things it's in these numbers that all things are found. 
And what we have now is we have these numbers, but now we have these shapes. And I'm encouraging everyone that is listening to the show because we work on a system where we pull information in. And so when everyone is getting focused on something, we start to pull a lot of information in. And we discovered uh, the omega wave, which is the pi ray or called the pyramus. And uh, it's an actual shape that when um, when placing this shape, what they're saying is this is showing how two-dimensional images actually affect everything three-dimensional. What this shape does is that when placing this shape underwater, it changes the shape of the water, and that water allows all organic things that drink that water to rejuvenate and not decay. Now, this would seem far off. However, about three years ago, I came across the path of an individual that was actually in um, Tibet, or actually they were in uh, they were in India, and they were under the initiation of the Ganges, which is the initiation of Krishna, because they say Krishna was born from the Ganges. And in their initiation, what they say is, is that they cannot drink the water of um, any other, they can't drink any other water beside the water from the Ganges. So to solve the issue of when their uh, adepts have to travel is they have this symbol, and they keep this symbol uh, hidden. And they put it underneath a cup of water, and it turns the whole entire water to that symbol because there are literally, who knows, myriad of individuals that are not only on this plane but on other planes that are putting that energy or that frequency into that symbol. So you can see how that will work. So that's how sigils work. Even the Star of David and swastikas and all these symbols are the way they are not just because of their geometric shape, but because of how much intention has been put into these symbols by in factions that are not just on Earth. And that's what this universal language is really about. The universal language will show you exactly what shape and what image corresponds to what part of communication that you want to get in touch with. So this opens up the library within your brain. Because once you're looking at these shapes, and no one can argue with these shapes and say, well, this is someone, this is a Rosicution system, and this is a Masonic system, and this is, uh, 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 this is Enochian from, they can't say that because it's the language of the creator. And that's what's up. And so we have about 10 more minutes left in the program. Sun is uh, still attempting to get into the line, and uh, I'll take this moment to uh, talk about there is definitely a, a video that should be up by tomorrow. It's already done. I just have to render it, and it is about the first part of this water project in which we are taking tap water from the – we're starting with tap water because we realize that that's what everyone's going to be starting with, and we're taking it through a filtration process with pieces of equipment that are not expensive at all to get from your local store, your, especially your uh, your aquarium store, because you got to think. And I'll tell uh, a lot of things now because, you know, who knows what goes on these days. Um, what's going on here is that the reason why they correspond to human to the fish is because we are mostly aquatic because we're 70% water, so we're basically the ocean inside. And... 
What this is about is, is uh, they, what they're saying is that the moon emits a certain type of radiation, and just like a microwave destroys the frequency of water, the moon has a radiation that destroys our frequency, basically, and keeps us from being cohesive. So all of our water inside of our body is really ruptured. So in order to restore oneself, they would need to basically drink water that was put back together. Apparently, the shape of water, which is the shape of communication, also appears to be a hexagon. What's going on is, is that with this water, a fish, if you drop a regular fish into tap water, it should die within a day. It can't live within that water, or there'll be a calcified, interesting, there'll be a calcified film over the top of the fish's eye. So what we're really looking at is, is that if a fish can swim in the water, then you can drink the water, and freshwater fish. And so... Basically, you would be able to take a really nice fish filter and also run it through an ultraviolet system and start to purify your water and drink the water out of the tank. In addition to that, you can also use, we found out that uh, uh, the Gutacola is also used for very high-grade fish, for people who have very, very expensive fish, they use Gutacola in the filters of the fish um, tank in order to keep the water ultra pure. This is interesting because they have actually Gutacola packs. And so this also in conjunction with understanding languages like Japanese, we wrote uh, the thank you in Japanese and to see how it was going to affect the water. We couldn't get the same result in English, which was interesting. But again, this shows us that we can put this back together uh, by understanding exactly what's happening here. And because we're polarized as people from the, the Western world or under Western teachings, we have so much, we have such an expansive future because we really kind of started off with what we will call the negative part, the matter. We started with the darkness first, and we're going into the light. So what happens is that, if you want to give it those terms, but so what's happening is, is that, we literally have the primordial fertility. We have that we're built in the proper design. Now we're going to be inheriting the actual uh, the actual um, structure within itself. It's it's going to be coming together now. So the Western world has kept us in this darkness, for better lack of words. But now that darkness has bred very rich soil, and it's created thinkers. Like if you look at the Western world, there's a lot of thinkers there, and now they just know what to think about. And so since Sun is back on the forward on the line now, we're going to go ahead and uh, see what he has to say, see if there's anything in the chat room in these last few minutes. And uh, yeah. uh, Sun, if you want to go ahead and take it from here. Yes, we're at uh, 18 minutes remaining. Uh, we have okay. one individual in the chat room, and th your hand's not up, area code 562. So if you had a question, you can just press 1. That will put your hand up, and we'll put you on. But in the meantime, Alberta uh, has a question. How does a person unagree and create a new reality around them? Okay, now, uh, now when you're talking about when, how does a person unagree, Okay, this the question itself is very open because what you're really what you're really probably asking is that how do I pull myself out of all this stuff that I'm involved in so that I can open myself up to getting into the higher planes? Okay, so the first thing comes in to understand that we're all connected. 
The reason why this does an excellent job is because you start seeing these other facets of yourself, basically. You start even seeing yourself in these extremes in absolute power. Like when I was looking at these archives of World War II and I was watching Mussolini run around, and, I was, and of course it's, you know, from a person with a, with a very emotional side, it's very touching to watch because you're, you're watching death in mass. But the thing is, is that what you're also seeing is you're seeing the individuals that are making those decisions, you're seeing what they're being powered by. So even though on the top level, and this is what's most interesting to me because now it's, you know, they're, they're wanting to come and say that everyone in the United States is basically Nazis because we support the Nazi party and we funded them and we really funded the whole war. Okay, that's one part of the story and maybe that's what was taking place on the highest level, but that's not what the soldier on the battlefield thought was going on. The, the Hitler soldier thought that he was about to take over the world and he was pushing that. The United, the soldiers from the U.S. or the Allies, the, the Allied soldier, he thought that he was stopping the darkness from spreading over the world, and he was fighting against that. So when you have a man on the battlefield and you have one that's saying, I'm going to dominate and destroy the world, and you have another that says, I'm going to stop you from dominating and destroying the world, we have duality at its finest at that point. And so this is really the construct of what goes on here. And so to to see still that this is like when you see Germany and you see Germany and the Polish and the Czechoslovakian, you really start to see how even though they're at war with each other, how they're just definitely the same people. Black men and white men are still yet to figure out what they really are, the Jacob and Boaz situation on the top of the pyramid. But at the same time, or when it splits, they're yet to still figure out that it's going to take the uh, black man, white man, and everything in between to end up coming together to push into the higher dimension. But there's nothing waiting on that because nonlinear we are now. And so we've already came together, meaning that when you're a time traveler, you can pull the energy from when you encounter total energy. So when you put in your mind, I'm nonlinear now, meaning that I exist in and outside of time. We are all connected, so we all have the same experience. So whatever they were experiencing in the forest is somewhere inside of us. Whatever they were experiencing in the desert is somewhere inside of us. We just have to walk into that path in our brain and turn on what we want in there, like a buffet. I, I, I look at it like a buffet. You have the opportunity right now because knowledge is at its height. We pick what we want out of it. I'll take the astral travel and leave the, the deity. So the thing is, is that that's where we're at now because we're realizing in that connectedness, and that's why there's so much power in understanding we're all connected. You realize in that that you have just as much power that the highest individual that you can even think about. And if that person is exercising their power in the wrong way, you actually know you have more power than them because power, uh, power used in the right way is always more powerful than power used in the wrong way. It's just more, it's more uh, productive. And so I, maybe that that makes a little bit of sense. I don't know if the question has been clarified in the chat box because I'm not looking in the chat box. But hopefully that brings a little bit more light to uh, the actual question itself. Okay, so we have 14 minutes left. And there is a hand up now. Erico562 says, I have a question. So I'm going to unmute your mic. And you can just say your name, where you're from, and then you can ask your question. I'm Steve from California. Hi, Steve. How's it going, Steve? 
Good, good. I want to know more about this special water. Are you saying it could rejuvenate uh, the body? Yes, because what's happening here is, is that basically the body's, the body's water is, is the key. And uh, we start tapping into that first when we started messing with the MMS, messing with the MMS. <laughs> and uh, that basically took a lot of the water that was in the system and, and, and eradicated the pathogens. But we still knew at that point that the actual geometric shape of the water was not structured properly. And because of that, our actual geometric shape is off hemisphere. So our shape itself as our aura is like it's uh it's very it's out of whack it would be unbound if you were spinning it. Does that make sense? It's out of whack. It's out of whack. Exactly. So it's, how uh, how do you like how do we remedy how do we remedy that that? Well, what we're working on now, because all, all this is happening now, is first, uh, as the video will be posted tomorrow, we have to take the water first through, we have to ultra-filter the water. We have to kill all the pathogens, because the pathogens are really, they're the worms, so they're what's causing that distorted pattern within the water. And then from that, you have basically flat water, and then from that point, the water can't really be exposed to any type of external Situation. So we have this tube, and it'll be easier to see tomorrow. We have this large glass tube, and we're going to cover it up with aluminum foil. So basically, because water, what water does is it takes an imprint of everything that it sees. There's, I think, 40,000 information panels on a drop of water. So water remembers everywhere it's been. So when water is coming down a right angle, which actually takes the energy away out of water, it makes it a taker of life instead of a giver of life, and that's how it comes out of the pipe. Then people drinking and it, it remembers it being in the sewer. It remembers it being in even another person's body, etc. So this is kind of how they're keeping us all distorted from a few angles. And again, who is they? It's us. It's really uh, that part of us that's challenging us to figure this all out because it's really like when you I hit these terms, but it's like duh. We're all water. Fish can't drink water that's coming out of the tap. Make the water at least, because you can, you don't have to start necessarily with this ultra, uh, frequency water, which is what we're producing here in the lab at this point. You can start first with, cause you could put it in the, you can fractalize this water with your mind. Now here's the, here's the interesting part. We have two different ways of dealing with this. So how much, how much time is exactly left on that clock? 11 minutes. Okay, so here's what it is, because we've always structured things so it doesn't cost anyone anything. I believe I have it into a symbol, that if this symbol is used in conjunction with the water, like putting a cup on top of the water, it'll change the frequency of the water. And we just had that symbol vectorized, so that will be available also tomorrow. Yeah, but will that be on your website? Mm-hmm. It'll be on the website. What is your website? Yeah. I tuned in late. What is the website? The website is wwwresistance 2010 dot com. Okay. And then, then you'll see the video. It'll be posted in the top left corner. It's not there today, but it will be there tomorrow. I just have to finish rendering it. And uh, so what, what this, what this, this design in itself was, was discovered a long time ago. And uh, so it's not like I, I found a design and this is like, you know, my creation. It, it's not. It's, it, and it's based on, I look at it for a long time, and what it looks to me is two intersecting worlds. And I've looked at the mathematics behind it. So this is one level of how to do it. But then you have the individual whose doubt actually destroys every single thing anyway, meaning that we are actually overpowering people's doubt. That's what we're doing. 
because their doubt is stronger than their belief. And so when you have just a two-dimensional sigil, if the person doesn't believe it works, they actually have enough power to stop two-dimensional sigils from working on them. And that's how you can get pentagrams and hexagrams and all these things from not working on you by just not accepting that that power, that it has any power over you. And so... Just mind over matter. Exactly. Just mind over matter. Exactly, that mind over matter. But this mind over matter is also is the gift and the curse because a person can use that same mind over matter to destroy their own matter. So with the symbol, they can destroy what this symbol would do. And I learned this because of an uh, indigenous fellow who came out of the woods holding his uh, uh, his chakra points in his hands. And when he was finally asked why he was doing that, he said, because of your doubt. He said that because these points that are in our hands are where our aura opens up, that if the person's doubt gets into that, it starts to make you not believe what's going on, and then you can't get back to your world. That's what he is saying. I can't get back to my world if I get infected with your doubt in so many words. And you could see how that would happen because if someone keeps telling you you're not real, that's not real, it's the same thing that I show on the Serpent Worship video when the lady says, she says, I saw it again. And then the lady says, no, you haven't. You haven't seen anything. And the same thing on Pi where he says, I saw God. And he says, you saw nothing. You saw only a glimpse. And so this is really the that, that constant uh, duel that goes on in the dimension. So that's one level is the symbol. But for those who need the actual brute force, as we call it, we're going to be creating the water, and we're going to be infusing the frequency in there because we have a system that can penetrate cells, and um, and we're going to go at it from that level, and uh, hopefully we can get as much water away as possible and get this thing cracking because we really have a really good thing going on here because humans need to realize that the moment that they decide to change the world, they'll be dropped into one that they can change, and they won't even know that that's what happens. What I wanted to know when your program comes on, is it a weekly program? This is the first time I've heard it. Well, we're, we tend to, uh, we don't have a real schedule that we deal with, and that's why most individuals that are in the chat room are also followers of, from the site, because we, we do a question and answer every Sunday most of the time, and that's just in Skype, and we just kind of okay. keep it there. We then we publish those recordings, or it's available on one link where you can hear all the stuff that we've talked about in the question and answer. We have a large amount of content, um, we're in, so how do you say content war in German again? We're in a con- we're in a content war, so we have a lot of content that is definitely yet to be looked over. Content, you say how do we say yeah. content war in, in in German? Yeah. In in Halt's Creek. <laughs> yeah, we're in Halt's Creek. So what's happening now is that uh, the Matrix Underground is where you'll also find dossiers that are uh, going into the sacred geometry, the simplexes, the uh, the portals and the gateways that are open here. Uh, the masonry and, and the, the parallel worlds of Jabulon, uh, the Red Queen and her involvement, the Red Brotherhood, the Green Gloves. So, and we're, what's going on right now with them, basically. You don't get just the story like from a theosophical book. Because we're tapped in, you'll get where they're exactly at because we have the code or cipher to the Matrix. I'm going to check out your website. I appreciate it. Okay, cool, Steve. It's good that Thank I'm you. glad you called it. Okay. Have a good night. Okay, son. Uh, how, where are we at? Six minutes left. Okay, so uh, is that uh, all that's coming from the chat room at this point? Yes. Uh, does anybody have any questions in the chat? You can just type them. We've got five minutes left. Okay. In this uh, remaining five minutes, I'll just take this moment to uh, do something that we have not done yet. 
And um, this is for an individual that is uh, very important to me. And this individual um, had made a video about a sickness that they're experiencing. And generally, um, because we carry a lot of energy, um, we at times are holding that energy and we can easily focus it into individuals that need that. And this is uh, Mr. Doherty, uh, Mike Doherty. And uh, I wanted to take this last segment of the show, especially since there's uh, not much time, and I wanted to send out a frequency with my mind, and for all of those that are also in tune, they can do that, to send out this frequency of wholeness. And cause what this is about is people want peace, they want freedom, and they just don't understand what these words mean. And so they're going to get that if they don't really get cohesive and wake up. So when we send out wholeness, this doesn't make it their sole responsibility to do that. This is another way of making that come about. You have to realize that if someone can't lift something, you can't just sit there at that point and be like, okay, I guess we can't lift it then. You have to find another way. And so what we've constantly been doing here at The Resistance is, is that whatever doesn't work, we will find another way. But we have enough uh, 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 guts, glory, whatever you want to call it, to go into everything with an open mind and to be willing to admit when we need to change and to change so rapidly it'll make your head spin and your aura. And so we're going to take this moment and uh, I actually have this whole show on uh, video recording actually in high definition. We're available. And uh, so this will be the first time we actually get a chance to publish something and you'll actually see me in the meditation in that recording. And I'm going to allow Sun to go ahead and put on, I guess we're going to just do a silent meditation. I'm going to put everything on mute. And uh, I wanted to send wholeness and balance vibration to everyone before I go into this meditation. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we're at www.resistance2010.com. We're also available at least each Sunday in some parameter or some some facet or another. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me and you have questions to ask me, just go ahead and email them to me at on site or on Facebook, and I will get with you. But still understand that there's a lot of stuff in the queue. And so, son, uh, I'll go ahead and be, I'll be muting my line now, and uh, that's it. Wholeness. 